0: Welcome to the latest episode of Spouse Holes. I'm here with my lovely wife, Kiara. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> good, and you? I'm doing pretty good. I'm really excited for our episode tonight. We have a special guest for Deaf Awareness Month, and this is actually Deaf Awareness Week. It's the last full week of September, and that will be Deaf Awareness okay. Month and Week. And our wonderful guest with us today is our deaf mentor that was assigned to us to help us learn sign language and has helped us learn to communicate with Erica, who is deaf. And she's actually become more like family to us. We really appreciate her time. And I think that her story is something that needs to be heard and understood. And we're very glad to have her here and to hear her story. And her name is Kenzie.
1: All right. I grew up deaf and I have a little sister who's deaf, but I started off when I was born, my parents didn't know I was deaf until I was two and a half years old, and then I got hearing aids a little after that. Uh, within about a couple months of having hearing aids, I thought I knew how to change hearing aid batteries, and I put the batteries in my ears instead of my hearing aid battery. That caused an acid leak into both of my ears. Um, I was able to save my right ear, but I was unable to save my left. So I'm now officially 100% deaf in my left ear, and I have like 90% from over the years of aging and just decreasing in my hearing. So I'm now profound, just se- severe to profound, deaf. So you wear the one hearing aid, the other ear wouldn't ever? No, I don't wear anything in my left ear, I wear my hearing aid in my right. I have a little sister that I mentioned that she's also deaf too. She currently has an implant on her left side. She just got that this year, and shortly after Easter, and she loves it, she hears really well, yeah.
0: So how did you get involved in the uh, program that Erica's enrolled in? As a mentor.
1: The USDB program? Yeah. Um, I grew up in the USDB program. That was my very first school. I was actually part of the LSL. Back then it was called Oral Program. And then when I was 16, they merged the ASL and LSL program together. And that's when I started to learn sign when I was 16 years old.
0: Wow, you were able to pick up fluent sign from 16 because you're amazing at sign language now. (laughs) And when I'm watching it, it just baffles me because I don't know that I'll ever get that good.
1: One day. It takes a (laughs) lot of practice, but you'll get there. I know if you saw me back then when I was 16, you'd be like, oh, big difference. Right. So growing up, your family didn't sign then? No, we were told to just take speech therapy. We would pick up on speech and we'll have our hearing. And signing would actually slow us down in our learning progress. So my parents did not pick up sign. And to this day, my mom, she knows a little bit of sign to get by, but to communicate daily basis no so both parents are hearing and then i uh, have two parents that are hearing and then there's five of us total right and three of my siblings are all hearing except my older brother is actually completely deaf in his right ear oh okay yep but he considers himself hearing and he does not sign oh interesting
2: yep so then does your sister sign or is it just you that signs my little sister and i both sign she is picking up on signs. yeah too. my
1: sister <laughs> morgan my little sister she was also part of the USDB program. Then she graduated from Skyline High School and went to um, Gallaudet University, which is the um, only deaf university in the world. Is it hard to get in there, do you know? Is it all what? Is it hard to get into the university? It is university? Not. Um, If you know ASL, you're pretty good to go. You can get in. Mm-hmm.
2: So growing up where you weren't learning ASL,
1: how did you feel at the family functions? So even to this day actually, It's the same as how I was younger. I think now that I'm older, I can look back and acknowledge. And even to this, when I go to a family event, I acknowledge more that I'm missing out. I think I was such in denial not in denial, but not aware. I do crave for communication. I love, I'm a social butterfly. I love to go around and talk with people, but it takes a lot of work to hear and know what's going on and to not be interrupted all the time to find out what's being said. So I kind of just fully back out. So, like, if I'm at a family event, Maybe the first half hour, I'm all in it. And then after that, I withdraw because I'm tired. It It's exhausting, always, yeah, on you? It's exhausting, especially when you have to be the one to go out and grab the communication. Okay. Yeah. So then you prefer not to really be there for very long at your
2: family functions just because you only get so much out of it?
1: Uh, yeah, if it's not much, like, if there's like they're doing activity like board games or something, I'm more than happy to like be involved. But if it's just like Thanksgiving where everybody's at the table and talking, 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 I'm at the end. And the reason I'm on the end is I finish, I'm up and out. Okay. I don't have to be in the middle of the table and like, excuse me, you got to get by. Right. But I do have a sister-in-law who's very fluent in sign language and she kind of helps it make it a little easier. But again, I can't rely on her. Right through my full communication so if I'm fortunate enough she'll get me through but not in just kind of short time then out.
0: so I have a fun story when I first learned that you could actually speak as well as you do <laughs> uh, for the first I would say two months of knowing you you never spoke you just showed up signed wrote on a whiteboard and left
1: do my job, <laughs> I did my job. yes you did
0: yes and you did amazing yeah and I mean you still do
1: amazing. <laughs> I mean.
0: But then, you know, we went to I think it was the Easter program or Christmas program. Oh, Easter. Was it Easter? It was it, Yeah, it was, it was someone, Easter. Up, yeah. And you had been talking and you maybe did a little presentation or something. We didn't see that part and so you came to our house the next appointment. No,
2: I think you talked to a family you used your voice at the event, and you weren't supposed well, to. We or didn't something. hear. No, we didn't. No. But you came by, and you were like, "Did you hear me speak?"
1: Yeah, it wasn't the Easter <laughs> event. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: we um. were like, "No, like you speak," because I think a lot of people they hear deaf and they hear they think like no speaking, like you don't speak, mm-hmm. you don't use your voice. And there are people in the community who don't use their voice. True, but. When you spoke, we were like, "What? No, we didn't know that." <laughs> you know, like coming, like we're hearing, so we never imagined that you could speak because all we knew was you signing and the board. Mm-hmm. So,
0: so it just blew my mind, and I was in awe. Yeah. and it was just impressive to me, and it was kind of gave me hope that maybe one day our daughter could even get to even half of what you can do would be really amazing. I to have me. a
1: really good feeling that she'll be just as much as I am, or even more, because of technology.
0: Technology is amazing.
1: That's crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. So, when somebody is, I guess, does it depend on their deaf level when they don't want to speak, or is it just like because they haven't had like a speech therapy and they're not confident
1: in their voice? It varies on each person at, at the identification of what they want to show what the, the hearing what what they have and what they're capable of. Because, like for example, like people get. The biggest concept of me being able to speak well, I can hear well, and I can. So, like, if I go to a loud place or a restaurant and I start to talk, they, like, tell me what, you know, something back, and I'm like, I, I can't hear you, you got and they get more frustrated that oh. if I were to write something or point out, I have more respect. Oh, interesting. Well, almost all the time. Like, they'll be like, they take more time understanding I can't hear. But a lot of times, that's, for, that's a very common excuse for a lot of deaf people not to talk they've been made fun of growing up or like mine is my mom she does it out of love but a lot of times i'll pronounce something wrong and she's like will have me repeat it over and over until i have it right and again she's trying to help but right. to me i'm just like i'm not talking anymore i'm just gonna sign it's almost frustrating yeah right and so it makes it does make me worry when i talk out in the public places like if i pronounce something wrong and then i get fun of but but now it's more like if i say something wrong just tell me and or just you know what I'm talking about, move on, you know, but I was fortunate enough to have speech therapy for a long, long time and a lot of people who don't speak well is because they didn't want it or the parents weren't involved as much.
2: So going into speech therapy,
1: what is your thoughts on the
2: the lip reading?
1: So from what I just learned, speech therapy is a completely different thing now than it was then. It was more of, like, them being in your face, having you feel their throat, feel the pow, pow, pow breath on your hand. So it was a lot of, like, just visual. And I always like to watch things, and I was always just a visual type. And I remember just reading lips all the time, trying to catch on what they are saying. I read lips pretty well. I'm not accurate all the time. Right. But I know a lot of deaf people who grew up trying to figure out their hearing, their hearing parents. They have nothing like no way of understanding any lip reading so yeah yeah okay.
0: whenever i think that people say well why do we have to learn sign language or why do we have to try you can just read our lips and respond it's just like well you tell me how and for the people that can't listen i'm covering my can't lips see. covering <laughs> my lips uncovering my lips and turning to the side how well can you pick up what i'm saying how I'm is okay. that fair like how is okay. just
1: looking at a whiteboard yeah right. exactly that was my biggest struggle growing up is the teacher turning turn around and start and I'm like la, la, la. and I look at my classmate to figure out what's going on now
2: yeah I mean I see both sides and I think I had a hard time with the speech therapy because I felt like a lot of it is going to be on Erica like it's going to be on her to have to figure out how to communicate and so for me, it's like I want my family to try to jump in and sign so then they can meet her halfway, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess not technically halfway because she's still doing a lot of it. It's something, you know, to have her feel like, okay, people are trying to communicate with mm-hmm. me versus it's just all on you, figure it out kind of thing. Right. Eric also mentioned to me it also will help her in the future with, like jobs or something to Definitely. be able to read someone's lips, so I'm like, okay, well, that makes me feel a bit better, but it is a little bit frustrating when it's like I'm gonna go to a family event and you're telling my kids I don't know anything like I'm gonna be have like I'm gonna have to interpret for her because nobody else is willing to put in the work like that's frustrating for me, but I can see both sides, like why it is good for her to
1: right, but to and also lips. your family speaks Spanish yeah, and the lip reading for Spanish and talking in English is. Or, like, trying to be someone with a strong accent as they speak English is not anything close yeah. to what English English is. But a lot of things like, I, I love you, i love you. you, the same lip reading, there's a lot of it that could be misunderstanding. So you can't rely on that 100% right. or even 50%. But um, meeting halfway, even just learning very basic daily communication is going halfway, halfway. for her. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many families who don't. Yeah, even though very basic
0: well, or ABC and when I was thinking about this I thought of some of my family interaction when we <laughs> go to family parties and my side's a little bit different than Kiara's side because we don't really do much with my side of the family and especially my mom's side of the family so a lot of times we'll get together and it's Make hello holidays, how yeah. are you doing How's, how have you been good great awesome see you next year <laughs> so if they could just get to that and sign they're doing just as much communication as they are with me who can mm-hmm. hear yeah so you're right when you say that just the Basic. bare minimum mm-hmm. how are you how do you feel what's new that would be as much conversation as i have with some of my distant relatives
1: <laughs> well yeah. and even if like they wanted to talk with her more just have not what's the sign for they're picking it up she wouldn't know it and she can teach
0: yeah. Right. It's just that interest and that's one thing I have noticed with whenever we go to do something that with our families when we're holding Erica and we're signing to Erica they do get interested and they are they're always like what's the sign for this? What's the sign for that? And it's it is really nice to see them be willing to. My mom actually enrolled in Salt Lake Community College's daily program class to get credit for <laughs> i don't i don't know she doesn't really need the credits but she's <laughs> learning just, it and it makes language. it so yeah. she can do it every day and that just for me it shows someone who's willing to take it to another level for them and it was really touching that she did that
1: yeah and especially when they're older uh, learning a new language it's like if you're young it's easy to pick up Right, oh, and, the older you get, it's my mom's old. <laughs>
0: <Stop. laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's not impossible. No, it's not. And that's what my mom says when she comes. She's like, I know I learned this and I can't remember it. And I'm like, I know that you're learning because she's obviously still picking up on some of the English and then she's trying to transfer that to ASL now. And so I know sometimes she's like, I'm just frustrated because I wish I could just talk to her and I can't because I'm not getting it as fast. But I'm like, she'll get the idea that you're trying. Like, it's not that you're not putting the effort and you are. And she knows that it's just you have to give it time. and You have to practice. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggest thing is I read this thing that ASL is so easy to learn when you know the signs, but it's so hard to remember if you're not practicing. Mm -hmm. And so I know you kept telling us that you need to practice, you need to practice. And now I, am like, push my family, like, you can't complain if you're not practicing. <laughs> like, are you practicing? And a lot of times, you know, oh, no, we forget. And then it's like, well, that's why, you know, so.
1: Well, and when she's older, too, she'll have that one-on-one communication that she'll be able to make you guys, because you guys can't just have that silent. And that's the other thing. If your mom really knows anything, as long as she makes approaches to Erica and, like, hey um even showed like because erica will know like okay she's struggling to learn this language but she's coming to me and trying to communicate even if it's by paper or we'll gesture instead of just being silent and sitting in a room and just, like, hey i can't communicate with you no i want to try
2: right so have you met somebody who has a by bi- like i guess trilingual family like somebody now like your age how do they
1: do with the spanish english have you Run into anybody with Um, that? I work with another Spanish-English family. The mother actually struggles to learn English herself, too. So that one's a big challenge because I always have to bring a Spanish interpreter with me. And I was doing that for a while, but now we're trying to break that off so she can actually learn English and ASL together. Combine them both together because, like I said, sometimes you can sign and put it in English order than ASL, and that kind of helps your English, too. I have a lot of students who parents don't sign they speak spanish but they know spanish english and sign oh okay they do really well in life do they read lips in spanish I don't think so. No. I've never actually asked anybody about that, but um, I have a couple of students who are pretty young, but they do all three, but they, I don't know if they can read lips, read lips. In Spanish. Because it would
2: be interesting to see if they could even pick up when somebody is going from Spanish to English. Maybe. Like that would be, because like you said, it, and everyone has a different way of moving their lips, so mm-hmm. it's getting used to that one person's way of moving their lips. So if they're going constantly from Spanish to English, I'm sure that would be really... And it's
1: the same for me. Cool. Like I tell people I can't hear on the phone. But sometimes I'll be on the phone with my mom. And they're like, well, you he, he, he can't hear on the phone. I'm like, I've known my mom for 32 years. I know her voice. Right. I know the tone of things. <laughs> so if I know the person's voice, I'm familiar with it. I'm more likely to understand what they said. And it's the same thing with lip reading. My dad wears, has a goatee. People were like, oh, it's really hard to lip read. And no, I've had, been around my dad for so many years. I can try to figure out what he's saying. It's just varies on the person and the person's um, social life with them.
0: So, recently, there was a story in the news, and I'm sure you heard about it, maybe. If not, I can try to get it out there, but a deaf woman was trying to order food in a drive-thru.
1: Um, I've heard the story of many multiple people. <laughs> people.
0: Um, well, this one, most recently, she was trying to order through the drive-thru.
1: Taco
2: Bell? Or something?
0: I thought it was like Taco
2: And she, like, okay. passed by the order window to go to yeah, the actual and window. Was, yeah.
0: And the guy was absolutely... An ass should have been. Can we say that? yeah, you can can figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) This one's full on. You can say whatever you want to say about him.
2: (laughs) Yep, pretty much.
0: (laughs) But when I saw the video, I wish that I could find him. Like that's it hurt me on a level that I can't even imagine how it hurt the community. Mm -hmm. But just him doing that towards the end, he actually starts to mimic sign language and ends up flipping her off a few times. To me, it's just like now you've not only harassed her because she can't hear, but you're also taking something that's hers. Culture. Culture. Yeah, and you're, you're disrespecting you're that. Just, yeah, taking a shit on it. And that's, for me, I I just wanted to find him. It was just like, that's all I could think of. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I find I couldn't finish
1: dude. the whole thing because I was just like in disbelief. It's, I mean, almost 2020 and we're still dealing with people at the I mean, we deal with a lot of things, and people are like, oh, you can't hear, Uh, you know, it's one thing. No, but we face a lot of daily issues, and we've come a long ways to have our rights be in knowledge, um, more accessibility to things, equality. But for someone to mock our language, I couldn't watch the whole thing because he, she, I thought she was being far away too nice. She said, "I can sue you, but just read it. I'm, I'm deaf." And like she was trying so hard.
0: When so if it was, was me, screwed. I'd
1: been like, "See you in court." I'm out. She took a longer time. Yeah, I, um, I didn't finish it either. I didn't know that uh, I knew was part. Mad. Yeah, yeah. When he was I, in that, I, I like, was, mm-hmm. no.
0: <laughs> at the very end, just for the people listening, I'm kind of doing what he was doing, but he kind of went, "I don't care." Right. And yeah. Was just like, let me give me his address. I'm driving there right now. But
1: I've seen that all my life. I've been made fun of that way when people would be like, I don't know. Is this any, or ask me if the flip off is a sign and it's not. It's universal. Everybody knows what that means. stands for what. Yeah. Just because it ha- seems to be happening so often lately, it wasn't for a long time. There was a case like a couple years back and then it was nothing. And then just the beginning of the summer, I think we had another one, two of them. Oh, wow. And I think this is the third one this year. And it's just like, it's, needs to stop but because though the caught on camera and it's put on the news I can guarantee you it happens daily
0: yeah I mean and it's not just with fast food but within any help oh yeah like I could only imagine I actually one of my first run-ins with someone with a cochlear implant was on the train and it was when we first learned that Erica was deaf and a cochlear might be an option so I went and sat with him and then I talked to him and asked him about bullying and if it's a good idea for her to get a cochlear and he was really nice but I was also being very respectful. Mm-hmm. And he just said, at school no one bullied me because I've known him my whole life from day one. They see me for who I am. But if I go to somewhere where they don't know me, the bullying goes off the chart. And I was just like, And I don't crazy. understand
2: that because I feel like and I guess it's just social media where it's all talk. It's like we all need to be united and we all need to stop bullying, and we all need to just, you know, we're all one people, we're all the human race, and blah, blah, blah. You're just doing that on social media. Like, why don't you live and preach what you're do like what you're saying on social media? Because for me, it makes me sad to think that somebody, c- w- and it probably will happen that Erica will get bullied. You know, and if she does have an accent, because people automatically think when you have that strong accent, like something's wrong with you, and it's mm-hmm. like, no, I just can't hear, but everything else is fine. Mm-hmm. So, have you ever personally experienced somebody at any type of like restaurant or? any type of oh,
1: service that has go on a book about <laughs> this. I was gonna say if you teach your kid how to handle bowling, the more self confidence self they'll have with themselves. You're really
2: upset and you're punching the mic.
1: <laughs> self confidence they'll have in standing up for themselves and knowing that they are different, but they're not nobody's the same. Right. And they're unique in their own ways. I know my mom has been like you know trying to teach me like to understand I'm different nobody's the same but I never stood up for myself so um when I was younger people would always be like what's wrong with your voice and I was telling them I'm from England the biggest <laughs> mistake of my <laughs> life um oh, no. it became the biggest mistake of my life because I used it so often when I was 16 I was volunteering for Cap Albus and one of the counselors there was asking where it's from because of my accent. And I said, oh, I'm from England. And she was, oh, I am too. What, what part? And I was like, crap, London? <laughs> and she goes, well, yeah, London's huge, but what part of London? And I was like, the I don't know. I just moved in. And I didn't for sure, you know, end up got caught. And I told her the situation. And she felt sorry that I had to do something like that. Um, looking back, I really wish I'd told people I'm deaf and give them a little education on that because nowadays that's what I do. I've had a bunch of pity parties. I worked at a rehab as a CNA. I had a guy say something to me and I didn't hear what he said. And he, I said yes, and he immediately got up and started praying for me, had his hand on his head and ducked it down, and I was like, crap, what did I say yes to? And I've always told myself, never say a response to something without knowing what they said, but I think I wanted to get out of the room so fast, I was like, yeah. Um, and he prayed for me to be hearing. Oh. And I've had a lot of people ask if I was offended. Yeah, I was because I don't know what it's like to be hearing. I've worn hearing in my whole life. And a lot of times people, when they give me the pity party, it's like, you know what, I'm hard of hearing, I've never been hearing, I'm okay. Like, I'm able to get around. There's things that are so much worse. Right. And being deaf, I think being blind and deaf would be a really big challenge. And those who are, I'm amazed that they're able to do that. Um, and those who are just blind too, I give them credit, cause Life is very beautiful to see. Right. And that's more important than hearing. And that's the other thing. Like, people would be like, Do you wish you were hearing or deaf? I mean, blind or deaf? I prefer to be deaf. It's the only thing I know. Right. But I wouldn't yeah. want to be blind.
0: Yeah. It's like asking someone, Do you, I mean, would you prefer to have your arms or not have your arms? Yeah. Like, you I've known one one having one. my arms yeah. my whole life, so I'm going to take my arms.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay, so what advice would you give to a hearing person when they come across somebody who's deaf? How do you how would they interact? What would be the best way to interact with a deaf person
1: or a hard of hearing person? Depends on the places too. If you just so happen to meet them and you need to interact, if you know a little bit of the sign, go ahead and sign what you know, like, hey, I'm you know, my name or A B C but we prefer you not to go off what you know and Tell us everything you know in sign language when you barely know any, and it's nothing to do with the pie me or like. So you're for saying example, like if someone comes in and is like,
2: "Oh, I know banana," you're yeah, like, "What is that okay. have to do with anything?"
1: But we're in
0: yeah. the dentist office.
1: That's a buppie, right? <laughs> you can use your phone, paper, pen. Would encourage to if it's a lot to communicate or a lot of information, do pen and paper, text. Don't, if, even if you know just a little bit, but not enough to communicate, don't say or try, because it just drags the time longer. I mean, unless they have the time, cool. But if you're like a host, and someone comes to your restaurant and say they're deaf, if you can say, um, like, whatever, like, you know, you can show them that you know a little bit of sign, and they'll get happy about it, because a lot of times they want to be able to, at restaurants, fast foods, you know, give your orders, and if the person knows signs, it's easier to sign. But if you know just a little bit minimal, um, just grab pen and paper. Or if you understand the culture, the the point write it down. Don't, yeah, I would just say don't go off on what you know on sign. And it just gets bored from there. Like, okay. I mean,
0: and that's pretty common even in, you know, someone who is hearing. It's just like if you show up and you say, you know, I want to sit down over there. Is this, have you heard about today's news and the bananas? It's like. Dude.
2: That has nothing to do with... has that nothing to do with
0: what we're about. doing. So... Yeah. Fo- so stay focused. Mm-hmm. If you know something, you know, introduce yourself. But don't talk about bananas in a dentist's office.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so when you do get like the pity parties that you were talking about, how do you like steer those when... Because f- when I... When- I talk about Erica or I meet somebody in public they're always like oh yeah when they find out that she's deaf oh I'm so sorry and for me I'm like why are you apologizing like she's my child she's fine she's healthy she's loving life like she's Mm, probably one of the happiest kids I know like why are you sorry Mm -hmm. so for me at first it was like irritating for me to even hear an apology and I didn't know how to like direct it now I'm like oh no that's fine don't apologize like i'm a little bit more upfront about it like she's deaf and it's part of her culture it's not that big of a deal i actually
0: do go a little step further i try to embarrass them a little bit (laughs) and i actually brag about the things that she can do that you can't and for me i just get a great smile on my face when they go
1: oh i'm so sorry you have to slam your cabinets and wake up your kids. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, what do you do when you get it? I try to be on. more educational about it. Because back in the days, like, especially the older people who don't know, it wasn't very common back then. Like I said, over the years, it's been getting better, especially through my years. I've seen a big change in progress. Uh, people's getting their voice put out there. All right. So, I mean, if you look at them, I mean, sign language was not, noticed as a language until 1969 I believe oh wow so it's still fairly new New, yeah when it's the older people I try to be like you know I have never been able to hear fully on my own um as a hearing person I'm okay with that I don't need to know what it's like um but oh it's all those wonderful great things and honestly like I see what they're trying to say but it's like there's more like I, even my friends, they'll be like, oh, what about music? Once you miss music, we we have a different approach to that. Like, deaf people do dance. Deaf people do enjoy music by vibration. Um, it's just we have to do it in a different way. And so just be more educational about it. Like, we're not, you know, and then we can always, like, you know, brag. We just sit there and what we can do, like, you know, deaf house, a whole household full of deaf people, you know, you don't have to worry about being quiet You. I get to sleep in peace. Right. I don't hear a thing. I could,
0: I could only imagine the sleep you get. Like, <laughs> the dog even lightly shifts downstairs and it wakes me up. Really? Yeah. It's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> yeah. And for us, yeah, same Erica, you know, there's no noise. People will be loud and it's like, oh, the baby's asleep. I'm like, well, she, she's fine. You know, or we we had a lady once at the hospital. We were leaving and in Erica the was, was Yeah, I was in the elevator. And her two daughters were like loud, and they were laughing, and they were doing their thing. They were probably like seven, eight. They were little. And Erica was asleep in the car seat. And she kept saying, like, shh, the baby's asleep. And we're like, no, they're fine. And so they would, you know, keep going. And, you know, no, the baby's asleep. Stop. And so I'm like, I think we just had like three or four times, like, they're, she's, they're, like, they're fine. They're fine. She's, she's asleep. And finally, I was like, Eric and I were like, well, she's deaf. Like she's not gonna wake up. Yeah, she's deaf. (laughs) Like, and she was like, "Oh, like kind of taken back." And I was like, "It's fine if you want to correct your children and tell them to like calm down, but don't use my child as an excuse. Like, if I'm telling you they're fine because my kid is fine."
1: But they're deaf by hearing.
2: Yeah, like I'm fine. Like my child is fine, so I'm letting you know that for me it's not a problem. But when you keep going and using her as an excuse for your children to stop to behave like at that point i'm like hey you know what she's fine she's deaf it's not that big of a deal just move on and yeah she was like taken back and i was like if you want to tell your kids to like be quiet that's another thing you know but definitely yeah so for me it's like their expression like when they find out that she's deaf i don't know if Maybe people don't notice like a deaf child. Like I think they kind of get taken back with a deaf child for some reason. Could be
1: shocked too. Just like, oh, that makes sense of a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Not everybody sees and meets a deaf person daily. Dating my dating life when I tell people I'm deaf, they, I get a lot of reactions actually. I've had a lot of people like, oh, well, I must learn sign language. It's not what I want you to do. Right away. I want you to respect and understand my culture. First, um, it would be nice if you can learn sign. Could then. Communication is a huge key, but I've had people where they didn't want to deal with me because I'm deaf oh. and then, you know, okay um, not my problem. I'm, we're obviously not gonna work out. Oh, I would tell them have you met a deaf person and they'll uh, almost every time No, really? I've never met a deaf person. And I think it's just because I'm deaf I see them all the time, really? but even like going to places, I'll travel a lot and I still see deaf people.
0: I know that we've been more aware Mm-hmm. and we've actually been able to notice more, whereas in the past we would have, wouldn't have would have noticed, I don't think. But we've been in the grocery store a couple of times, and there's a family that signs in the grocery store. And in the past, I don't think I would have recognized it.
1: The hand And mm-hmm.
0: so now or that I'm more aware... Or even the
2: cochlear implants, I don't think I would have even noticed either. Or I don't think we really have noticed, like, oh, they're wearing a cochlear implant. But now it's like being educated in that... And I, I mean, I think I we still have a lot to learn culture-wise because I know there's a huge culture behind it and mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who are very passionate about that culture. And so I am excited to learn the history and the culture behind it because that's a big identity of Erica. And it's crazy because it's something that she was born with. Like, I don't it's not technically gonna be my culture because I'm not deaf, so I'm not gonna maybe not experience the passion that she might feel the passion of because she's experienced it, experiencing it herself. So I'm excited to see that.
0: My biggest thing now though is I just want to jump in yeah. and mm-hmm. I'll see someone who's signing and I want to jump in and just go try. But now that I'm learning it <laughs> might not be the best thing for me to go over and say, "How are you?" Banana. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it it's nice to go if you like, "Hey, I'm learning sign and give a reason why I'm learning sign. My daughter's deaf." right and they may even give you some a lot of times um people don't mind teaching too or just like oh that person's trying for the kid and it's more like oh cause they can reflect back in their past and they're like which my mom was like that or you know the time is really different and people are accessing to more places to find more ways to learn than way back even when i was born i was gonna say with acknowledging people that are signing, a lot of times I'll see someone move their hand and just, like, talking, and they're hearing, like, oh, they might be deaf, and I'll there for a little bit, and then they look at me, and I'm like, whoop,
2: you know, maybe they're never not. mind. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, like, a big thing with, well, my culture, the Latin culture, we use our hands a lot. Like, if you go to my family events, usually our family, and we have a big family, and so everyone's using their hands, and they're loud, and I never even noticed now that like with signing I'm like I can see how that could look like like someone is signing or some of the things that What'd they do you call me right some of the things that they do I'm like that is a sign that someone it means you know so it is interesting like, to see well, yeah. nothing nothing
1: nothing, <laughs> uh, nothing?
2: okay <laughs> yeah so yeah it's crazy but I think a lot I feel like there is a lot of people in the community, in the deaf community, who are willing to be like, I'll take cool. a little bit of time out to just show you
1: a little bit or talk to you slower so you can I think see. if you approach in a respectful way. Yeah. Um.
0: I know that I've been fortunate and I actually was able to find a new job. And at my new job, they actually are very deaf friendly and they employ a lot of deaf people and they found out that my daughter's deaf because I've been trying to talk with as many of them as I can or sign with as many of them as I can. And they've 100% taken me in. And there's this one guy, I'll go over to his desk and I'll try to uh, sign with him. And then his interpreter came over one day and he's just like, be careful because he likes to teach you things (laughs) that aren't what they are just to mess with you. So you do something in a meeting That you're not supposed to do. (laughs) So before you sign anything he tells you, run it by us first. The funny thing was, I was hanging out with him another day, and I got a warning from a different interpreter, the exact same thing. (laughs) So clearly, I don't think it was just one person teasing him. I think 100% that he's known for just putting in little things that aren't the true sign. And (laughs) he's real fun to sign with. Yeah
2: we talked about community and the culture and everything. So with, cause you've been in both hearing and the deaf community and you're very interacting with both. So what would be the differences that you would see in a hearing community versus like a, the deaf community?
1: Um, deaf people are very, very, very blunt. Yeah. And they mean it out of love. So they're just probably not, but <laughs> no, yeah. They're just um, blunt, love or no love, they're blunt. A lot, so like, <laughs> They just, as a hearing person, they're considered off food if you're blunt about something, but to them, they're just up front about it. And then it's like, get it done and over with. We're a tight family. We're, um, The community is, in, in any way you go, it's small. We almost know everybody. We know of somebody. So it's just kind of like if there's a situation, they get up front with it and take care of it. And I think it's just a very, it's a very common thing in their culture. Another thing is we're very open-minded we can discuss about sex with no problem our money our income and so I'm like with
2: each other so with each other
1: with any deaf person but it's not for all deaf people like me i think because i grew up well and i wasn't necessarily involved in the deaf culture as much i kind of learned more off the hearing world was like you'd be private about these kind of things you don't talk about your income you don't talk about like your sex life yeah your or any of that any, or, anything yeah or but in the Deaf culture, they're very educational about it. They're very open about it with anything. Just as money, anything. Talk about inappropriate stuff in, in the wrong place and time, it's like, <laughs> for me sometimes I'm like, oh, but right, right, right. That's Deaf people, like. But, and then I'll catch myself, I'll talk about things, I'm like, oh, well, you're comfortable and It's more of like, oh, whatever, it's our thing, we talk about it. We're very open-minded. Yeah, we, there's a lot of things. Oh, how we tap and get people's attention. Is um, very different from the hearing culture. We do light switch, tap on the shoulder. There are some ways that you can get a person's attention, and there's a lot of rude ways, and that's tapping on their shoulder rudely, like hard. You can also be stomping on the floor fiercely, and it's considered rude. Flipping on and on the light when there's only just one person you're trying to get. That's a rude. That's the whole group. Okay. I mean, if they're like asleep and you need their attention, it's one one person in the room, you know, switch light. But if it's like a conversation, you flip on and off the light. I just need you. You're cutting all of our communication off. Um, Also, we talk face to face. A lot of people, hearing people especially, will think we someone we sign and talk. We're looking at the hand, so we're not. um, We have an open range where we watch them, but our facial expression is very important. So we rely on that mostly as we talk. And so it's the facial expression we watch. So we look at the face. We don't look at the lips. It's just a whole thing. Just a whole thing. And not just the hand. See, so yeah, I think that for us, it's like we're trying
2: to get the signs down and eventually we'll get there. But, yeah, I heard that. That it's, it's like a, an area that you watch. A big just, square box, yeah. Right, not just your hands or And the it's mouth.
1: understanding for hearing people that are learning sign that they wash the hand, and then it kind of comes all together. It's like a puzzle. Right. Once you pick up the sign for the hand and the facial expression comes together, so yeah. So we heard too
2: that on, we had like a lesson plan on one of the programs that Eric got, but I think the lady said that you don't touch, no, the guy said that you don't touch the wrist because back in the day, to keep people, deaf people from talking, they would
1: tie their the wrist. Tie the wrist, sit on their hand. Oh, they would make them. If you would hands. have to sit on your hand, wow. Fortunately for me, I didn't have to experience the tie wrist, but we had to sit on a hand. My teacher was pretty abusive. He got a rule out for we sign, would we'll slap it. Um, so I did learn a little bit of sign when I was in elementary, and after all that little incident, I was done. So they would like s- like smack
2: you to you just learn the sign. take a, a ruler sign? and just say
1: no and smack me with the ruler. Wow. Um, or at lose recess, that was a very common. Whether it was signing or not, recess was not my option (laughs) but
2: so you just that was to learn the sign
1: to not learn to not oh wow to not learn Um, sign in the lsl program speaking for back then right uh, i can't speak much for what it is currently but back then it was a big diversity you can talk you you need to learn to speak wow don't learn sign because it will pull you back I have a huge disagreement with that because now that I know sign language and I also teach sign, I encourage both if it's possible. Right. If they can learn anything from LSL, even if they can't hear like speech therapy or anything and sign, they're going to get the best of both will and you're not taking anything away from them. And I, they're learning a new language that will help develop the brain and learning process and if at any point in time, and this goes for hearing people as well. If they can't understand or need to sign something to communicate, they have that ability to sign right. and uh, communicate.
0: I mean, we've only been doing this for a year now. I know that if I'm in a crowded place and Kiara's across the room, I can flash a couple signs at her and we can communicate from a long distance. Mm-hmm. And that's just one Yeah, advantage. And you're know both hearing, so yeah. both hearing. beneficial. How I mean, how simple is it like if you're at a concert and she's over at the area and I'm going to get drinks or whatever and I don't know exactly what she wants so what do you want you know and I can sign across there and she can
1: send people something people you can use your phone but what if there's no service yeah. or you don't have your phone. And sometimes there <laughs> is no
2: service at those places, we did it at the zoo once. it doesn't
0: take, it takes too long to pull it out.
2: Pull it out. When <laughs>
0: you're looking at someone and you can just... <laughs> One second.
2: <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we we did it before at the zoo, too. I mean, we don't know a lot. And I think it's funny because my family will be like, wow, you know so much. I'm like, no, I don't know anything. Like, I'm just, like, scraping the surface of this. Like, you don't understand <laughs> you know the language. <laughs> oh, you <so> nice.
1: <laughs> I think if you were to look back from last year when you guys started, even from day one when you found out Erica with deaf, then now you guys made progress. You understand more about deaf culture. You're very involved. You're more aware. It just shocks me, people
2: who aren't involved, like the parents who aren't involved or not wanting, because I understand maybe back then there wasn't...
1: Even not to this day, the issue.
2: It's just crazy to me. Like, as soon as we found out that she was deaf, I knew that there was a possibility at at first that she could still hear with a cochlear implant, and that was an option at that time. But for me, it was like, it doesn't matter. In that time frame, I still want to sign because I want to be able to communicate somehow to her. I want her to know that we're still talking or still Mm -hmm. communicating but once we found out she was you know there's just no chance of her like hearing because the implants or whatever they're not going to work I'm like I don't understand as a mother how I would feel like you know what I can't I'm not going to put the time to communicate with this child that you know like I don't know it's just weird to me that there's families out there that who if they do have the means to learn like why they wouldn't.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I guess I just don't understand that part a, of
1: it. A lot of it is culture. Also denial. And what and unfortunately it does take a couple of years and then they oh my my daughter has not communicated. She's three. We gotta get on it. I have one family where the mother is very attached to her daughter and she was trying everything. She got implants in both ears. She still doesn't talk to this day, and she finally just got a hold of us to wow. teach her sign, and she's going to preschool, and she's doing better now, but the mom is still, like, struggling to understand that she's going to need to learn sign, a communication way. She was hoping that she'll learn Spanish and English, and that was it. And unfortunately, right now, she's not talking, and so she's, like, out of choices, and now that's why she's on us when she could have started a long time ago. right, And still have that... Well, it's nice for the
2: younger kids too. Like, you know, they sometimes do take a little bit longer to develop, to talk. Like Zaylee will, sometimes she doesn't even say anything. Like she babbles, but she's able to pick up on signs. So she'll say, oh, more. And so I'm like, okay, what do you want more of? And she'll sign milk. And I'm like, okay, that's what you want. So more then it's easier. Yeah, so the frustration level, I mean, kids are still get frustrated when you can't communicate, but it doesn't, it's not as intense, I feel like, with Zaylee because she has some way of expressing something, right. you know? So I think even then, like, even if you do have a hearing child, I don't see why signing would ever be bad to mm-hmm. teach your child, you know. It's like
1: start off, because they see first, they don't. Right. I mean, if they hear, they hear too, but they don't connect that communication thing. So it's always something to start with, even and if they start to sign before they talk, it leads to the communication assets and their vocabulary is growing. Right. Do some people ever think she's deaf just because she signs Yes, designed? all the time they think that is deaf. Even
2: when we first started gymnastics, the teachers kept asking, are you sure she's not deaf? I'm like, no, she's not deaf. She just signs. And a lot of people do because she signs way more than she speaks. Like she probably doesn't say more than what, like maybe seven words, but she can sign a little bit more. And so a lot of people always think like, she are both of them deaf or <laughs> like no, just my youngest one's deaf, you know. So
1: In the long run would be good also for her daughter. So your daughter, yeah. Erica.
2: Yeah. And it'll help them with their bond. And that's yeah. what my biggest thing is I don't want Erica to ever feel like she's isolated from her family. Like right. we're all hearing except her. You know, and she doesn't have any cousins who are deaf. So it literally would be just her and I want to make sure that she has the option that at least her immediate family can still communicate with her, Right. so she doesn't feel alone. So part of the culture part, and I posted something on Facebook, and it was about the lady at the concert, and I had a poll on there, oh. and, you, and you did vote, and you were the only person who voted, which was interesting to me, because everybody else who voted was hearing, and they voted that they like loved it. It was the lady who was signing at the concert. Mm-hmm. And it was this huge thing in the news, and it was like maybe two or three other concerts that she's also done. Um, she's done many, 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 yeah. Many. And they all they always get like posted on social media. There was a thing where I put, uh, did the poll, and you had, and I did like a question mark, like kind of like a like a face, like like is this right. interesting or whatever. And you were the only one. And so,
1: what were your thoughts on that? The that misunderstanding of that not the poll, but the video, is people see that as a art entertainment thing when it's for the deaf people to actually have the access to enjoy the music just as much as hearing people can to understand what singers singer is saying. The biggest downfall to that is when somebody sees that and they're like, oh, that, that looks like so fun. I want to become an interpreter like her because I wanna be up on a stage and just do a concert and stuff and technically that's not the point. What we are looking in for an interpreter. We're looking for somebody who loves the
0: language and wants to be good at it. Yeah. I'm well, and the culture too. Yeah, yeah, the culture and like how important it is. I work with a whole bunch of interpreters. They although they can sign fluently, if their job is to sign when they want to speak, another interpreter has to sign for them. They won't sign for themselves because they feel like when they speak and sign, they focus more grammar to the speaking and their signs get lazy. And so someone else has to sign for them when they're speaking for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that just shows you how important signing is to them and how much they take it as a serious thing.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And that just blew my mind. And so I was asking them all kinds of questions because I'm like, well, wait, you speak just fine, and you can sign, you can hear. Why aren't you just signing for yourself? And I was just so confused at work. And then he kind of told me, like, I get lazy, and we feel like it's kind of disrespectful to try to... Called
1: sim- SimCom. Yeah.
0: SimCom. And so I was like, wow, that just blew me away, because I always thought once I got fluent, uh, fluent in ASL, I could do both at the same time, but it sounds like...
1: It's not impossible. It's just a little it's mental challenging to... Being an interpreter takes a lot of work and commitment and passion to be involved. And that's why when people post those videos up, they're getting the wrong idea what her job is and why she's doing what she's doing. And the funny part about that lady is actually hard of hearing herself, too. A lot of people get in shock when they find out, like, there's a hard of hearing person. I have one of my closest interpreters herself. She's hard of hearing. She hates telling people she's hard of hearing because she hears very well. Like, well, what if you misunderstand? Well, what if you can't hear? No, she can hear very, very well. She was had a very little bit of hearing loss, and that's it.
0: So, with that video, is it do you feel like you could enter, enjoy the music just as much without her doing what she's doing because of how you've been taught and how you've learned to enjoy music? Are you really in depth with the deaf that culture? One,
1: no, because I'm not a big fan of rap. So I would have been lost. But with that there, I would have understand it better. I prefer to go to, I, I can enjoy the concert just as much without an interpreter because I have time when the celebrities are talking, it's like in and out of the air. It's like, crap, you probably say to every city and, you know, it's like, how are you? And it's the same, what I already know what they're going to say. But sometimes it's nice to know what they're saying if they go off on like talking and talking and talking and talking. Okay, I want an interpreter there.
0: But if it was just playing the music for the full two hours, no talking, just music and singing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you'd be fine just I'd with be them. okay
1: without an interpreter, especially if, it, if I'm going to see somebody I know. I know the music clearly enough, obviously. But if it's like a talk show or something, then yes, I would like an interpreter.
0: And is there a point where at some point an interpreter by law has to be provided? Not necessarily at like those kind of things, but is there some things... Maybe like at a hospital or at, at law? a court or are they supposed to, by so law, give you an interpreter? ADA
1: law, anywhere you go, pretty much they're supposed to, if you request an interpreter, they're supposed to provide an interpreter. No question Like It's the it's, yeah, um, ADA law, which is the Act of um, Access to the Stability Act. Yeah. If you deny an interpreter, it can get you kicked in the butt big time. Right now, there's a case. Well, there's two cases. No, yeah, three cases. I think, uh, inter uh, IMC, they're dealing with a lawsuit. I don't know if you saw on the news two nights ago. One, uh, there's two that I know that are suing. Are good friends of mine. Um, one of them is deaf, because, and she's suing because her daughter had surgery, back surgery, and she asked for a live interpreter and they gave her um, a VRI, which is a video relay, and it was glitchy, it was bad. They couldn't understand, it was really important that she needed to know what's going on with her daughter. Um, and then the other one where her husband was in and out of the hospital and then had last minute surgery, and he had no idea what was going on, and she's, he. they're both deaf, but she can hear a little bit, but she wanted one for her husband and they never provided. And so they're dealing with a couple of lawsuits with not providing a live interpreter and only VRI. And we have the right to choose which one we want.
0: And that's a big difference between oh, yeah. a video relay service and someone in the room, for sure.
1: Yeah, because it's easy to sit there, and you don't have to worry about not like if the VRI facing the deaf person, and the doctor's standing over here talking to the nurse, they're not going to hear. But if you're a hearing person in that room with them, they're going to hear everything they say. So why can't deaf people know? Right. Yeah, they have a right to know so with it being deaf
2: awareness month and this week being deaf awareness week what is something that you would want to share or want hearing people to be aware of with the deaf community i think with us being hearing we've learned so much once we had erica and we didn't realize that there was another world, pretty much. Like another, yeah, there was another world, another culture. So, what would you want people like to be Who-bill. Like whoville, <laughs> <That laughs> like whoville.
1: I who is whoville on no. a
2: spec. <laughs> so On <a> spec. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> you guys much. literally are a speck in whoville. It's crazy because it, like, we didn't even know there was a community. You know, like when we went to our first community event, I think it was the Christmas party um it was our oh, first you time went to the polar express yeah to the no. polar express and you read you well you signed to the book for the first time and that's when we first saw you but just the whole thing i think we were in awe and it kind of hit us like this is going to be our reality like this is our life mm-hmm. and it wasn't a bad hit you know it was just more of like a huge adjustment yeah exactly mm-hmm. like what like
1: where, where we're worried to not realize that these people exist you know yeah. well it's so, just a new thing you're adding on to your what you have it's just you're expanding your world basically right so um, what is something that you or multiple things that you would want to share with people be understanding respectful um, if you approach a deaf person give them a chance like I think the biggest struggle we have is deaf people we always try to go the extra mile to prove we can do things and that's a lot with like being a friend with somebody to working. Um, About 70% of deaf people do not work because they know that their effort is gonna go out the window simply because they're deaf or they're gonna get the minimal of any job out there because people oversee them and they're like, oh, they can't do it. It would be nice if people should be more, try to understand their background, the world, be open to new ideas and learning. Don't try, like my biggest thing is I teach people to, sure, if you want your kid to learn to talk, but try ASL too because you're just adding. You're not taking away. So I think that's another. Oh, yeah.
0: I wish that we would have known about ASL from the day Zaylee was born because I do see it as an advantage to parenting. I feel like potty training has been easier since she can just flash the potty signal. I know that even my small uh, window of time at my new job and being around I mean, I share a floor. Half the floor is deaf, mm-hmm. and then the other half is IT. And so for me, I get to see people every day and just trying to be friendly with them and them always being friendly back. And <clears throat> the people that I've met so far, not one of them is disappointed. Not one of them has been rude. Not one of them. And I, can, I can't I can tell you how many times I've been in a hearing situation where you try to befriend someone, and they're just kind of, yeah fuck off. I mean, (laughs) at the end of the day, like that's what they do. And so for me to see just how cool it is to have that in your back pocket, but also meeting new people has been so cool. I'm glad that we do have a deaf daughter. Like I'm happy because she's just opened my eyes to a better world. Like a more, I said it about Spanish when I first learned Spanish, I'd always say that Spanish people are better than English people because because they're nice. I mean so many, food. so so many times just they're just nice, and that's the same like if you show you're trying, like when I go and speak Spanish at a Spanish restaurant or if I speak Spanish at a Spanish market, they see me going the extra mile and just this last weekend, it got us free salsa because. I, <laughs> I was speaking Spanish in a Spanish market and butchering it bad. Apparently the lady that owned the whole chain was there taking inventory. She came out and was like, do you need some help? And so I felt, so I felt a little bit dumb, but then she helped me order what I wanted. She was still taking inventory and they, I think they had some extra salsa and she said here on the house and gave it to me because I I think it was because I was trying, but same with the, sign language and asl you know the deaf community when you show you're trying they're gonna take you in and they're gonna treat you just like one of their own and it's been really cool
1: especially if they've gone like if they grew up in a hearing family or environment they try 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 and then it finally flips around the hearing person trying to reach to them they're gonna give you know their best friendship with you
0: well, I think that this has been eye-opening. I think it's been helpful. I think mm-hmm. that it'll bring some awareness. I'm very glad that you sat down with us. We'll have to follow up and have some more fun with you on a future episode. But I know that we're very happy you came on. And thank you for I'm glad
1: to be on. Fun.
0: everything you do for us and for Erica. I know that I consider you one of our family. Yeah, and I'm glad to be we love you. Yeah, I enjoy it. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, you can catch us on... Spouseholes.com and at Spouseholes Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks.